The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is sponsored by Steeped Coffee. Steeped Coffee is a new brewing method that combines specialty craft coffee into a single serving bag. You don't need a machine. You don't have to make a mess. All you have to do is add hot water wherever you go. Each steep pack is individually sealed. It's nitrogen flush, so it stays fresh. And it's got this special full immersion filter. And the filter is ultrasonic sealed, which means it's sealed together with no glue or no staples. So there's no weird stuff floating around your coffee. Steeped is a benefit B Corp. They ethically source all their coffee. Their packaging is fully compostable and they believe that business should be done without compromise. You can get your hands on Steeped coffee packs at steepedcoffee.com. That's S-T-E-E-P-E-D coffee.com. Asking your local retail stores to start carrying Steeped or having your favorite roastery reach out and kind of get in touch. If you're in Santa Cruz, come on by any of the Cat and Cloud locations. We have it there for you. Basically, they're just doing their best to change the coffee industry, make your life more convenient with their pre-portioned, pre-ground innovation. So tell all your friends. And little known fact, the scorpion was a premonition. There uh, once was an animal <laughs> that lived in the desert. And this animal, all it needed to survive was no shirt, mm. but, you know, just anything. One towel. One towel. <laughs> Wife beater shirt. That was a white Small tank. Small set of stairs. <laughs> Can't believe I wore a white tank. <laughs> I remember your armpit hair. Oh yeah, like from that close shot there, just like the, the, the little, little zoom in on the hair, like, on the, the pelvic thrust, like jingling. That's a, that's available somewhere on Vimeo. Vim- Vimeo, Trubaca, Vimeo. Gosh, the scorpion, go for it. Talk about serious. Talk about <laughs> talk about uh ten years ago how to do it the right way. Talk about when nine sh- years ago when shit was pretty proper. <laughs> Let me I tell was you about a land before time. Reclaiming our space at the uh, Abbott like, Square Market. We're gonna have a coffee shop here. Yeah. Sorry for filming in front of your doorstep. If you ever see a video of the scorpion again, know we're coming for that location. Oh, I've <laughs> next person who spots the scorpion. Wow, dude, I spotted the scorpion. Where will it be? It's like a Where's Waldo oh, kind of thing. Shit. Like, where's the scorpion? Yeah, watch for me, dude. Is it? It's, Maybe it won't even be me. Maybe it'll just be the dance. Maybe it'll be someone scorpion. It'll be our whole staff. What if we did flash mob scorpion? At SCA. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Everybody rushes and like. Could you imagine how terribly ridiculous that would look? I'd fucking love it. I think I'd be. I'd be probably the pretty, best thing that would happen the whole pretty weekend. pretty juiced, yeah. What? Champ? No, no, no. They did Scorpion. They're like, who won? I don't fucking care. That's actually everybody pretty funny. Was, everybody was Scorpioning. Cat and Cloud paid $10,000 for their whole <laughs> staff <laughs> to go up to Boston and Scorpion. And Scorpion. I think why that's all I'm claiming it's a uh, totally work, work trying to get on USA today worth it what happens in Boston doesn't somebody record something that's big there there's a marathon there ah yeah people run that that's okay. what Charles's dreams to run the Boston Marathon dude shout out to anybody who runs my father-in-law ran the Boston Sounds Marathon terrifying multiple times Rick Richard <laughs> <laughs> how dare you Richard Dick Richard you gotta claim it to do that run Ricky Sorry, I think my mom's got a oh didn't Julia get into the... No, she got to New York, huh? New York? Oh, I can't keep I track of the marathons. I don't think she did Boston yet. You have to get a lottery to get into a lot of those if you don't make the time cut. All I see is just emaciated white people that hate <laughs> themselves, so they just try to do something to well, make themselves Well, those are all the ones that good. don't win, usually. <laughs> They're like, I can't do it. They're just running. I can't do it. Just run. Just running. Just run. I don't want to interview all of them. What are you running from? What... <laughs> Just down the line. What? What's all, <laughs> it's not from anything. How do you know when you get there? It's for, not from. Is it the journey? <laughs> the destination. They just did an Ironman in our town. 
Yeah, they closed down all the part of the one, it all part of the one, all of it, the all whole the highway. part of the one. Mm-hmm. I stayed of, away from it, but I saw some people warming up, and it was pretty funny. Cool people with numbers on them and like yeah, swimming like caps and mega like fanny packs with all their nutrition. Sixteen their, things of water and gel. My dad did one of those. They're like twelve eat, twelve eat hours of exercise that without stopping. Sounds scary. It's I would for lot. sure pass out. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely a mental game. I'd be like, Ugh. I'd give up. He was emaciated. He was. Uh, remember but then when he finished hard? So. Remember when Powder Tim did his Iron Man or whatever, and he was like not right for like three months yeah, after. Powder Tim did do that, and then he tried to tell us all he had like a heart infection, which is like you don't have a heart infection. He's all I know. He's like, you just fucked yourself up because. because. I forgot about that. Yeah, Timmy P, dude. If I had to bet money, I would be like, "There's no way you're finishing this marathon, <laughs> or <laughs> Iron Man, or whatever the fuck he did." Was it an Iron Man? I think it was an Iron was Man. Was it a full or a half? I, it was it's at least a, full, a half, right? but it wasn't just a marathon. It was it was, it was definitely hard. running, biking, swimming. No, because that's like a one mile, and then a fifty-six mile, and then a thirteen mile. Fifty-six k, four hundred one k, thirty-three k. I could. I wish I could tap into some four hundred one k right now. That'd be so <laughs> sick. Jenny's got a nice 401k. Not me. They match up to whatever. We will. Some amount. Yeah. Of something. Many. Do we have any questions? What's happening? This week in coffee, everybody. Let me tell you what's happening in coffee. I have no idea. That's the standard thing. What is happening in coffee this week? I don't know if we have any questions. There's competitions happening. I didn't even... Dude, I didn't even look at any questions. I didn't do anything. It's because we're busy AF. But you know what we can do? Tell me. If you can keep the audience busy for, you know, 45 seconds. Oh, I, you guys. I can oh. dive into Instagram and we're, we're going to figure out something here. Here's a little story, okay? It's all about how. No, I'm not <laughs> going to do that to you. We, uh, well, I mean, you did that great photo. There was a great photo shoot yesterday. Our team got together, got some... Who goes... What team gets together at 8 a.m. on a cold morning and just crushes the pool? Our team does. You'll see it soon. You'll see it soon. That's one thing that's happened. Uh, I'll just shout out Kristen and Tanner because you're all listening. Know who Kristen and Tanner are? Well, look at our Instagrams. They're there sometimes. They're great people. Kristen's been putting together a lot of great content. I'm going to sneeze. Content. It's your cat. What's another monologue? I was uh, on the pool thing, so we had to to do this shoot this banner maybe we'll just like just like just fucking maybe i'm maybe i'm angry today guys let's get angry let's just be like i've been angry before let's just go ahead and get angry oh dude we can get angry about a lot actually i can talk about some I've, stuff that i got angry about it's I, cool I'm, well i maybe anger is the wrong word but we we should this talk isn't about actually that angry but the, my response was like for the pool story aggressive let's, let's go like uh yeah aggressive aggressive aggressive, aggressive. um me box if you've heard of me box you cool little coffee subscription what company. up seth seth Great crew over and there. Friends. Melissa, can yes. you hear me? Are you there? Melissa, Are you there? You I'm waiting. Um, we're going to start selling our coffee through Misto Box, which Please. I think is awesome. And they needed a banner and some copy and stuff. So we're like, cool, take some photos. And I was like, oh, let's look at what other people got. And I was just like so bored. I'm like, oh, I'm like bored. Like, let's do something fucked up. Like, let's do something stupid. And I don't even know what it was. And then Carol... Had the idea. She's like, we should go rent a bunch of or buy a bunch of pool floaties, call up some hotels. Let's use their pool. We can have breakfast. We'll have a party at like 8 a.m. And I'm like, sick. Do that. I don't. (laughs) Sounds fucking rad. (laughs) You call me when it's ready to go. You call me when it's ready to go. And she made it ready to go. Dude, RTG. It was 
it was rad because I, it just, I was thinking about work and it's like, shit, work is there's so many have to do's at work and there's so many things like boxes that you need to check off. Never ending. And, and doing, doing the party and take, we took the photo right. that we're going to use, got some cool other photos that we could put up. There's one on Instagram right now. You could look at it. But it probably took, you know, three or four hours longer with more work than it otherwise would have been to just set up a quick photo in the cafe and be like, this is the cafe. And yeah, but it was so much more fun to just take a moment and be like, cool, we're going to, I'm not even going to call it waste time, but right. take too long on this project because we're going to enjoy like every second of doing it. Enjoy like meeting up in the parking lot waste. at 8am and like seeing everybody show up on their own time just for fun. And right. It was just ridiculous. Because like, all, all she did is she threw it out. So, hey, anybody up for a photo shoot, show up at 8 a.m. We're jumping in a pool. Yeah. Ten people yeah. immediately like, I want to go. 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 People brought their, like, little changes of clothes. They Shout jumped out. in with full clothes. Mark brought his Kooji shirt. Yeah. So That's you, what uh, what's his homie used to, used Notorious to wear. Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, big. was, like, always rocking that. Manny Fresh often sings about Kooji sweaters. Do people still wear that stuff? Oh, Mike yeah. Reezy has one. Does he? He found one, yeah, at Dude. some like, thing, and nobody knew what it was. And he's it's like, mine. know what this is? <laughs> Brittany knew. I was like, I don't really know what that stuff is. And, Style. But yeah, it was, it, was, it was a cool little exploration of enjoying the journey when sometimes it feels overwhelming and you feel like you don't have time to enjoy the journey. Right. You probably do. You for sure. You for sure do. You just have to like plan to enjoy that journey. Or maybe sometimes people just have to snap you out of like working so hard. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was cool too. Cause Carol was kind of like the advocate on that one. Right. I didn't even have an answer. I was like, I don't want to take just a regular photo. It just right. doesn't sound fun right now. Like I wasn't motivated and she's like, let's do this. And I was like, Oh yeah. Great. That. Thanks Great. for that energy, Carol. And then at first I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. Like then we have to do it. And then <laughs> <laughs> love the idea. Uh, then I have to go to the pool we have at to do it. And Hotel Paradou. But I'm so, I'm fucking glad that we did. Also shout out to Hotel Paradox for hosting us. Paradox was rad and they were good really, hotel. I thought they were going above and beyond for us. And they were just like, thank you for, thank you for choosing us. And I'm like, really? We're using your pool. Like right. their dude, Chris, who's the GM was so nice. We were, pumping up the i wasn't levi was pumping up the floaties yeah with this really big pump that we got but it's still a manual pump and chris the gm's like do you guys want an inflatable pump i got like an electric pump in the back so he goes in gets us a pump no. he's like let me turn the spa on for you you guys need anything else in the hot tub like you want me to rearrange stuff and they were tight it's pretty amazing it was yeah it was super cool he was on point he was super on point this is unsolicited in case you guys oh yeah think not that a, we're getting sponsored or no, paid for this this is not this is the the thing we got from this is positive vibes and love. Oh, we got photo. Is some super hot energy, and we can go back to their pool. I guess we so. I guess they passes. did give us a pool pass. <laughs> we want to go back and go swimming with our significant others. I th- I thought it was. Uh, I'm I'm happy. I got a uh, I got emailed by oh gosh this this dude in Australia. He's gonna do a report, not a report, a little blog on um, automated espresso makers and stuff like that. I don't know what the premise was. Cause I didn't go back and look at it, but <laughs> automated. It, it was, yeah. He was like, what's your thoughts on, and he kept, he asked me a couple questions for their blog and I was like, ugh. and it started, it started getting real for me. Cause I was like, <laughs> I just started getting kind of grumpy about the idea of automated espresso machines in the same way I started talking and thinking about like the idea of 
automated food preparation and how much I think it's dis- it'd be disgusting to like go to a restaurant and get your food made by a robot and just watch that. And I started... So I have no idea where this is going to be because it was pretty random and I was surprised he hit me up. But it was like... He's like, what do you think the effect will be on baristas? Gosh, I want to find it now. I don't even know how to find it because I have so much world going on. But I started getting so grumpy Just about type it. in baristas into your search bar. I'm sure nothing will come up. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> a problem. Probably, like, probably I have too many stupid emails in the like, world. But the world is a crazy place, and I don't really understand. I'm just going to tell everybody right now, I'm so anti-automation because I think it's just, what's the point, dude, besides... Why do you want to put yourselves out of jobs? That's what I was talking about. I don't even know how to look this up. It's like some blog. If I, what if I type blog? Blog. If you, you think type if I type bl- blogs, if you type happen? blog, only the hottest blogs will show up oh in the search bar. Oh my gosh, look at all this crap. You need like an email tagging system hey, or something Monday. like that. Barker Street, I got it. Here we go. Are you ready? Let's work, go. Dude. I got a lot of thoughts on this one. You so ready? Okay, so fantastic. here, let's just, here we go. So here's the deal. I don't really know a lot of these things, but so the questions came in. I don't know the premise or anything. It just said, here's some questions I'd love to have you answer. And it's like, how would, it's all regarding automation. So it said, how would this influence roasting and its relationship with automation and technology? And it was, that's literally the question I got. So I was like, okay, I got to disseminate something. So I'm just going to fire off answers because that's that, all I get. That is the only question? That's the first question in it, but that's the first, that's how, that's how I was the lead off. So I was like, okay, well, here's what I wrote. I was like, if all things barista-related were automated, as was roasting, I personally see people in labs curating tasting experience. And that's fun and all, but in time, I think everyone will find themselves unhappy. Picture yourself in a room tasting coffee over and over again, tweaking and tweaking at the push of a button. Everything would be so fucking boring. Wouldn't that be boring? Oh, yeah. No, I That's have, all it is. I, have, it's like, what do, I mean, if you... Is there other questions? I'm just yeah, curious. Here's another one. Affordability. Questions. Introducing... Automation can make global standard harder to achieve. How will poor performing economies afford to jump on? What are your thoughts? I like the idea automation will force baristas to engage. That's not even necessarily true. That's what I wrote below. We'll create a more specialized role, but what happens to those that don't cut it? Well, they shouldn't be there anyway. Right. How would it affect a machine? You're going to start getting angry and grumpy thinking about it, I think. Yeah, dude, it's not at the person who wrote it, right? No, it's like no, an interesting it's, thing to talk about. These are interesting are things. Advocating for automation in all the ways. Some people are. I, I don't just, think yeah. as many people like it as you would think of by the buzz. Right. Because some people just want to like be like, yeah, 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 totally, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have these talks with Nicely all the time. Right. Because he, all the time, we've talked about it a couple times. non All the time. <laughs> Pretty much every morning, I get up. Call I, Nicely. I call Nicely and I say, <laughs> bro, let's talk about this. Mr. Alameda. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> The king of latte art. Yeah, where's called? your heart on <laughs> automation today? <laughs> we, we have an uh, emotional rating system. Zero to ten. Rate your love for automation on this given day. Mm, ERS. <laughs> what is it? I'm checking in. I'm tracking it over time. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, oh, gosh. There is... There is more to an experience than just the product. And the sum of your experience in anything is more than just what X tastes like. Yeah. So there's there's different vibes around this. Like some people will say that if you take all the work that the baristas have to do off the table, they're going to automatically be better at engaging with customers around them. I don't think that's true at all. Nope. You still need 
just as much training to engage with the customers. I actually think it's more engaging to watch someone who's doing something than someone who's doing nothing. I don't push the button and stand there. Oh, I don't want to go to a cafe. Like part of the enjoyment that I have around the coffee experience is watching people who are like awesome in their craft and more so than awesome, like bought into it. Like the whole like dance that people do behind the counter, like that is definitely entertainment for me. That yeah. definitely makes me feel awesome. And I love being able to see and feel the energy around the love that people are putting into what they're doing right? and taking pride in what they're doing. And it's the same reason that I have, and I talk about this all the time, but like if I go to get a skateboard, I can get the same skateboard on Amazon and it comes tomorrow and it's automated and that's fine. Like the product that I end up with is the same, but right. I would much rather go to the shop, interface with people in the community, like talk about, there's, there's more than what, there's more than just the product, I guess, is what, well, yeah, what I'm I mean, getting at. Like, I don't take a step back even further just and think about it like this. How does it, what kind of energy do you feel being around multiple people or what kind of energy do you feel being around one person and a bunch of machinery? And it's completely different. You can't fake it. There's like people sense energy from other human beings and we want to be around other human beings. There's just no way around that. Even it if, is true. Even if there are the same amount of people behind the counter, let's yeah. say you have like four baristas behind the counter at Portola. Right. And let's say you keep four people behind the counter at Portola and then replace all the stuff with robots and you just energy have four goes. people talking. It just doesn't seem right. It doesn't feel right in the same way that if you go to a bar and you get to see the bartender mixing your drink for you and engaging through that medium, it feels more authentic than if you were to order something and someone just magically pulled out something that was already done in like a pre-portioned cup, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is yeah, this is your Negroni right here. Yeah, there's connection, there's, there's movement, there's, there's energy, there's all sorts of things happening when people do things. And if you just trade all that in for automation you get, it's just boring to watch. There's nothing to watch. There's nothing to see anymore. You get to watch a machine that you already expect perfection out of doing exactly what you expect and that there, over and over and over. There are some people who claim <laughs> that they don't care about any of this and all they care about is the quality of the beverage. I know because I asked on yeah. my YouTube channel and sure. some people are like, doesn't matter. I just want like the macchiato is the best. Like I don't, I don't care about the people making it or not. I it's would fine. argue that you're actually fucking playing yourself and you've never actually experienced it. And if you had to go into cafes for six months at a time that were fully automated, you would probably be pretty bummed. Well, you, the, what would you happen is you'd get it and you'd leave to go somewhere with energy with and people you're like, is what you would do. All right, cool. But I, I, like the only reason I keep revisiting like the, the physical, physical like making of it is right. because the automation buffs will argue that like, there's actually more energy to give to the people because you're not distracted making coffee. You can just give me all of your energy. Right. I mean, you, they would assume that you're just going to sit and just talk to people nonstop and just hand them coffee. But I think that's weird. I don't. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what you have human friends for. Only because it just Unless feels, it feels like uh, a bank of people who are forced to be your friends rather than like engaging in this medium together. It's less ritualistic. Sure. And like less of this like really cool tradition or interaction that that you have with, with yeah. someone. I and it, it's the same maybe there are people who will like the automated stuff better, but some I don't know. I'm such a feelings 
person. And don't get me wrong, like the quality has to be there. Like the quality has to be there, but like the 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 quality has to be there to a point. The feeling has to be there too. Yeah. And the feeling impacts the quality or the perception of quality. The feeling impacts the perception of quality a lot. So much that I just don't. It's also, yeah, it just opens doors. There is the other aspect of it, which we just talked about in the pool party, which is the fun aspect of it. Yeah, what's fun? Making coffee is fun. Yeah. Like, it's fucking rad. Like, running a bar is fun. And, like, I don't, you know... redistributing, tamping, like going through those things, right. like watching the shots and like that is, that's rad. Well, that's that energy that's I'm talking super about. super cool. Like how, I think it'd be harder to get a staff engaged when they don't have anything to do but talk to people. I mean, how proud would you be to stand there, tell somebody all this information that you know, and then not be able to do any of it physically. Like, what if you went into a sushi bar and there was like the sushi chefs are behind exactly. the counter and they're just talking to or you? Are not, there? They're yeah. not making anything. Yeah. And you order what you want, and then they pull like a pre-made yeah, sushi. They thing turn like around out of the fridge and they walk. Yeah, they pull it off of a pull crane, it off of a machine. It's all and they <laughs> hand it to you. And then the one time the machine breaks, the whole restaurant breaks down because nobody knows, no how, to knows how to do anything, anything. anymore. And I'm actually okay with like forms of automation, but I'm not okay with somebody not understanding how to create the drinks for themselves and to understand the process of any of it. It's it's the same thing as a chef. I wouldn't. Okay, cool. No more chefs. So where's the creativity after that? What will happen? And why are people at the restaurant anyway? It's not because of the raw ingredient it's not even because it comes to you and like like people are in love with that process of what someone took that through right and knowing that someone's doing that while you're there even if you can't see it like in a restaurant maybe it's closed kitchen like behind the scenes knowing that someone is like using some sort of art form and skill to craft your like food that's huge it feels good to me. It feels good to me. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't know. You guys, you, you feel what you feel. Well, we already but. have the epidemic of the cell phone ruining our lives in the world of the world. There it goes <laughs> you know, again. Like, exactly. <laughs> the phone rings and it's like, cool. So I'm going to look at my phone and be like, oh, hopefully that's not an emergency call. But even that, it's like everybody's looking at their phones more, socializing less. Are we going to be able to get these same automated machines in our house soon and then all of a sudden you're just i'm just gonna stay home and then everybody's gonna just be at home all the time because you can get whatever you want at home all the time and that's just a reoccurring theme on our podcast whether it's amazon and things like that you talk about in our skateboard world or anything really but i don't yeah the whole automated espresso machine thing even the people who invent them what are you gonna do after that Talk about how awesome the machines are and sell them. And then after that, what? Make a better one. Make a better, yeah. I mean, then, you can scale anything, right? It's just like, I... But then what? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're great. Is that for you and you alone? Then what do you do with all that? Do you What are you going to put it into next? I, and that's, that's like for anybody who invents machines and things to think about. But I don't get that excited about watching machines get put together like a car. I went to a car manufacturer once in... Detroit with my grandpa and I was like this is cool that this is happening but it's still a bunch of robots putting stuff together and I don't I mean there's necessity there's (laughs) it's necessary in some places for sure that's why we get things but on the other side of it I don't know like it just depends on what kind of experience you're after and what yeah you value and sure some maybe someone does value that like 
I don't know. I love only? watching people. I, I love I love watching people make things. I love watching people be like so. The attention, the detail that the the best people have, and the people who want to be the best have. It's amazing to watch someone go through that process. Whether it's pulling a sh- pulling a shot of espresso, putting together some sushi, like making an awesome dinner, making a cocktail, like. I feel like you can literally see like this aura of energy around people who are like so in love with what they do. Yeah. And that makes me just happy. It makes me happy and it makes the whole experience worth it to me. Yeah. I kind of think that's part of it. And then people gather to see people or to follow people. They don't gather to follow machines. So that's a whole other thing. You have to, you know, you have an advocate for them. Great. I think those, those like those things too, that motion, behind the counter that process is that's a catalyst for what am i trying to say that's a catalyst for more interaction outside the counter to where let's say you took the same people baristas and guests right anybody who might be in the cafe and just said like hey actually come over here let's just sit in this room together well, with, it's pretty with, much with like nothing in it. What would happen? <laughs> and, and then people are just like, "What am I doing here? There's nothing going on." Well, that's what's even funnier is like <laughs> the you same picture, people are there. <laughs> like if our cafe was fully automated and we had some people working there, the people would be like, "Okay, cool." They come and they like, they could literally sit next to me, me and you. I'm serving you, but here I am doing a podcast with you and be like, "Oh, your drink's up," and then I'll run over and grab your drink and set it down next to you and just keep sitting there until the next drink comes up. And it's like, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> that's the, how it could work. What's the person that sits in the bathroom? Like oh, at yeah. fancy restaurants, it's so kind like, of a concierge to, to of sorts, sure but like, like, the, like a mater d sort of person. But you're it's like, not. No, I'm just here, man. Yeah, I'm just like, here. Do you need a towel? Here for, you want to talk about coffee? <laughs> of course you don't. <laughs> what exactly? Okay, yeah, of course you don't. What do you want to talk about? I can tell you everything you need to know about this. Whatever SL28 from El Salvador, That's Scott Labs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's super cool. Anyway, automation, man, and then then there it is. It's cool. Some things will do things for you. I mean, I, I'm, I'm fine with it being in the, in the right settings. I just don't like the idea of the cafe turning to an automated setting at all. There's no fun for that. There's no connection for that. Cafe is real organic to me. It's like a, I want it to be a warm place where things happen in a pretty analog fashion for the most part. Yeah, it'd be pretty funny. I mean, somebody will come up. They'll do the cafe with just all auto. There's that one in San Francisco, right? Is there? Oh, there's that weird thing. I don't know. Is it's that a like cafe? The, people take videos of it. It's called like, you know, coffeebot.com. Coffee <laughs> yeah, people are fucking dumb, though. I what bought a coffee. Like, I don't even know what it means. I think <laughs> that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's the world we live in, man. But I'm with automated. you. I, I think that in some places, automation is totally fine. I just don't think a coffee shop is one of them for me. No, I think labs are labs. I'm calling it a lab. I'm calling a lot of things a lab in this context, just so everybody knows. A lab to me could be the it, the manufacturing company of any sorts where you're testing whatever you test and making sure you're getting data and, and then, yeah, repetition every, exactly. Everybody every write in. Time. You can tell us that, like, oh, we have volumetric dosing, so that's, like, automation. Yeah, that's some automation. Uh, we, we, we get it. Yeah. We're aware. I know. We, we're, we're aware. We're going to take the parts out of there that don't matter and keep the parts that do to us. That and that's do. our opinion. That's and we my, get to have that <laughs> because of the human opinion. beings that we are. I deserve it. And we're here you to know tell what? you that you deserve it too. You're worth it. <laughs> you're worth it. <laughs> you're worth you're, it. You're smart you're enough. You 
feel good enough. I just, bro, you like, you watch every single, every single survival or reality TV show or anything where like people have to be on their own and all they want, go watch Into the Wild, the true story of the guy who set off to be by himself and find himself. And the whole thing at the end is just all tear jerking, heart wrenching because he's alone and he doesn't want to be alone and he's alone. It's like nobody wants to just be alone. But even and machines can make you feel like you're alone. And that's what they that's what our phones do. I'm just ranting about phones in this case, but it will be the same thing with every other machine you use instead of connecting with humans over that context. And even even process the idea of process can help you help you connect with yourself or be something that's super relaxing and relieving or fulfilling to some mm, people. So yep. even if you take Unagi. if you go take take being alone right. in your house, making something like a pour over. Sure, you could probably get better coffee, batch brew. You could like walk right across the street, go buy coffee. But there's something about going through the steps that's fulfilling and that's why people do it. Yeah. I you know, most people that are have like a ton of manualing brewing methods. I don't think they're just juiced on finding like the best cup of coffee. They love the exploration. They love right. like playing with different things. They love like just figuring out the differences between these things and going through it. Because if you don't love that aspect of weighing out your coffee, grinding it, heating up the kettle, like pouring, right. stirring the bloom, like doing the whole thing, like you just won't do it after a while. Right. And it's not the most efficient way to make coffee. It's not the fastest way to make coffee. No. But it's just there's something about the process that's fulfilling. I still like even doing it with my batch brew. I still like the idea of just getting the super filtered water that I have and weighing it out. Even with a batch brewer, I like that. And I like rinsing my filter that I put into my batch brewer before. And it's like, it's still a process. And it's still me making coffee at home and having a moment. Yeah, I totally feel you. There's fulfillment in doing something for yourself and creating something. That's all. I don't know. That's this, we got on the tangent of automation. What if, what if your car is automated? Great. You get some more done on the way to work. Tight. Yeah. But then you are like, cool. Maybe you don't want that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe driving for you is like driving for me where I actually do a lot of processing and there's something to actually having to do something that's like relatively mindless, but also needs your focus in such a way. Yeah. That's all. We're getting into like freaking... I think uh, those things are important though, because sort of vibes, some of those things are really real. some of those things are really fulfilling. It's the, like I like old cars for the reason that most people hate old cars. Like you have you, to drive them. You have to drive them. You feel the road. Yeah. Like you feel the bumps. You feel a lot of the car feedback. Right. And then maybe if you take like the newest, craziest supercar to a really fun sports car from the eighties or nineties, sure, the newer one's faster. It'll get you on the track faster, but it doesn't feel like it it doesn't like make your it's not as an engaging of an experience right because the car does a lot of the work for you and you're isolated from a lot of those things to where like even in the older car you might be going much slower you feel like your fucking hair's on fire and you're like really energized because you're working it the whole time yeah and for some people that's rad Uh uh-huh so i just resonate with that a lot there is something to taking like a yeah a nice long drive you get some of your best thinking in when you're doing stuff like that why some people get their thinking and when they do running they do things with their bodies with the bodies our body's supposed to do stuff it's not supposed to not do stuff <laughs> so if you take everything that our body's supposed to do and just turn it into button pushing you were going to look like those people in wally <laughs> <laughs> who just get fat and live in space 
I think we already are. Well, we're fat. I'm pretty sure that's what the U.S. is. Like, the U.S. is a bunch US of fat people. The U.S. is outer space. We're just like lazy and dumb. <laughs> Except for everybody listening. You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, man, for sure. <laughs> Cue the hate mail. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Send it. Bring it on. I hate that term, by the way. Everybody else who who loves it, I hate it. What? Send it? Yeah. I meant send it literally. Like, send like the, literally the, send the mail? You, oh, How dude, did that catch on so are fucking Are you not trying fast? to send it? It's been kind of brewing for a while. I know, but all of a sudden, literally in the last <laughs> week, everybody started dude, saying it. Dude, fucking send it, bro. I'm not even trying to be like the old guy who <laughs> just says, don't say new cool shit. But I just hate how fast it caught on because the problem is the first time I heard it was a total douchebag on The Bachelorette. (laughs) And he said it. Send it. And that was the first time I ever heard it. Fast forward a month and a half, two months later, and everybody in the U.S. is saying it. And if The Bachelorette random homie is the reason we're sparking send it. I don't think that's it. I think it's like... It's been you brewing gotta, on. It's been brewing on YouTube for a while. All right, let's talk people, about this. People have been let's Google it. something are you, are you for go just two Dictionary? seconds. Uh, yeah, I was gonna go Google. I was just gonna go Google origin of the term "send it" is what I was gonna do and see what happens. <laughs> and then I'm gonna be like, so many weird things, dude. Or you do what you're doing. I'm gonna type in origin <laughs> of the term "send." Said no send. I'm just going to go to yeah. send Do it. Do I have to put quotes around send it for it to be a term in the internet? I don't think so. Well, I mean, I'm you could, it and it all... There it goes. It's all happening, you guys. Here Origin of the term... Oh, it is going straight to Urban Dictionary. Yep. Are you on here to go nuts with regard to your own safety? Make sure you send it. Okay, I'm going to put uh, the unli- unlikely origins of outdoor slang, and this is uh, called... It's outside online. <laughs> outside online i don't know brendan leonard's writing this gnarly that's number one splitter number two three send all right <laughs> i like this one oh. send it to get drunk and party to give it your all mostly through alcohol these people are idiots okay <laughs> this one actually has a reason i don't know if this is the <laughs> real reason are you ready yeah a rock climbing term used beginning in the late 1990s to describe climbing a route without falling or resting on the rope Send has jumped genres to mountain biking and now skiing, describing the act of a clean run, i.e. send it or she sent it. Yeah, I think that makes sense. That actually is okay with me. That's okay with me. The first time that I'd heard it was in the context of BMX, which makes sense. Where people are just like, dude, fucking send it. And like going clean run, going hard on like a gnarly jump. Or like it's almost like hucking it. I'm cool with huck. Yeah, like, I just like interchange it with huck it, dude. Like, Man, dude, he I just feel like fucking I hit gold right here. He just hucked it. You wanted to hear? I'm not going to read all these, but one's gnarly, splitter, send, splitter, pitted, <laughs> bonk, <laughs> g- gaper, sick, dirtbag, steezy. I got stoked, up on all ten, caught a sandbag. sweet gaper all the way to the shore. <laughs> Should I, I read what gaper is? Probably. I don't know what gaper is. Do you? I mean, it sounds disgusting. Well, to be succinct, a beginning skier or snowboarder who is unfamiliar with the (laughs) customs and behavior of skiing in the snowboarding world. The word gaper (laughs) has been around since at least the late 90s, used to describe the forehead gap between a beginner's (laughs) goggles and their helmet. The (laughs) the gaper gap. (laughs) This is sick, dude. I'm down with these things. Gaper. You're a total gaper, dude. dude. such a gaper. Oh, dude. Did you know that Jizz's classic Liquid Swords album and Method Man are the reason that Steezy's a thing? That I believe. Yeah, we're 
Wu Tang. Nineteen ninety five, dude. Method Man. Gangstar, you know my steez. I can't I can't <laughs> wait to go to the Latte Art Throwdown and be like, you see that? See that dude? He's such a gaper. What a total gaper. Total dude. gaper. Gosh, this is amazing. Can't even pour right. Oh, that was fun. Anyways, I still hate the term send it, but I think that's because it's too social right now for me. I don't know what's my problem with it's, that. It's fine. It'll be gone in like a month anyway. Send it! <laughs> Goes was pretty hot I'm not for dissing on anybody who uses it, by the way, because we all get sucked into saying stuff. I call my babe, babe, because babe, I tried babe. to make, a, make fun of people who called their wives or girlfriends or significant others, babe, because I thought they were lame, and now I call... Brittany, babe, and she calls me babe, and it's funny. Yeah, Evan and I were talking about vibes, and I just say that way more than anybody ever needs to. Chill vibes, got dude. the vibes, sick vibes. I'm just vibing over here. I actually, doing the, the vibe, term vibe like too. Vibes, and it's just like, <laughs> too many hot pockets. Man, if we were only machines, we'd never do that. Am you I right? You would never say the same word twice because of the algorithm. <laughs> We would have the algorithm. Oh, my gosh. I need to eat some steak. Do you want to eat some milk steak boiled I, over I hard? I do. Hold the jelly beans. I do. I feel like we should... Uh, this this is, There's got to be just... We're here. We're just here. I mean, what do you expect? I mean, you're going to talk with us. Chuck, you're going to meet with Chuck's, tomorrow and talk Chuck's about numbers. We're going to have some Chuck next week. You just had Evan last week. So I'm going to have a lot of fun culture talks he's in the really, future, but he's right really now is not the time. Right now is not the time. It's just not the time. With the parting lesson that you've learned... From the week, my lesson is I don't know. Mm, my lesson from the week, man. I'm learning so many lessons this week, though. It just all depends on what's up. What is my lesson for the week? There was something that was just in my mind. Oh, I probably wrote it down. That's why. Oh, yeah. Here, I got a, um, I got a list of cool stuff here. What's your most recent cool one? I've just been kind of tracking things that get me excited. Mm-hmm. And things that don't get me excited. And I've just, I've had a lot of talks with people on staff lately, people reaching out to me to talk and talk about career path and talk about future and talk about where they might fit in and how they can contribute. And that's giving me a lot more energy than I ever thought possible. And I think something that gets me really, really, really excited is figuring out what makes somebody tick and then taking that a step further, opening a door, figuring out a way that they can put that to use and everybody can make money off of it. And the money is like a secondary thing, but is necessary to note because a lot of people have hopes and dreams. But if you can't turn that into anything that produces, you don't have those. Then it kind of sucks. And yep. I think it's cool to it's cool to be able to take what you're hyped about and weave it into your work life and not have things so separate to be like, I do this for money and I do this for fun. Oh no. Yeah. And I've been asking, going around taking notes, asking people like, what would you do if money was off the table? If you could do anything you want classic and then be like really thinking about, okay, how can we actually make that happen? Right. And then, so wait a sec. Here's a question. Did you already, did you write down your personal mission statement? Oh, I'm like... Because I wrote down mine. I'm like scrubbing through my like why right now. So you're still trying to get it? I mean, I had like a version of it. Sounds similar to mine. That's why it's weird. From the discovery. (laughs) But then I've been having these like interactions throughout the last few weeks that have kind of shaped it a little bit more. Okay. And just closely paying more attention to my... To like my energy levels. In a nutshell, in like the corniest way possible, I'm like, let's fucking make everybody famous. Is how I feel. And That's what, tight. what I mean by that is in combination with what I just said, if you right. have if you have someone on staff like Michael Foy, Michael Foy does right. hella stuff. 
hell stuff. He does art. Like he's a, a super boss. talented artist. Yeah, he's about to do our bathroom in Portola. And I'm looking at the stuff he does, and I'm looking at some of the stuff he started to do for us in his whole portfolio, and my mind immediately goes to, you have a ton of skill. You should fucking be famous. Yeah. Let's figure out a way to make that happen. And the practical steps right now are, let's do some merch stuff with your stuff in it. Yeah. Let's get you some things that'll benefit the organization, mm-hmm. that'll provide you with like the beginnings of a portfolio that other people can see. With hopefully playing towards the future, Michael, I'm not promising you anything on this podcast. These are just my hopes and dreams. It's okay. That's you. why I have him doing the bathroom. I told um, him to tag himself to get more famous. Yeah, get more famous. And then like... like more work. Take that, and hopefully at the end of the day, we have uh, a place on staff for a full-time artist, and that's him. But then at the end of the end of the day, after that, hopefully he's just in this place to where he can make a living doing whatever he wants. Maybe some of it's for us, and that's cool, but maybe some of it's even like gnarlier than that. Maybe he's just some well-known crazy dude who has fucked up galleries in the basement in New York where only like punk kids come and sh- right. pay, but like they pay shit fuck tons of money to go see it. Like I, I have those dreams right. for people tapping into what makes each person unique and providing a platform for their authentic expression of like who they are for sure. And just making like figuring out how to make that happen. That's a good one. Dude. That's a my dream. Mine is make dreams a reality and help people grow. That's my actual thing. That's my official mission statement. I wrote it in my thing. I've been writing it every day. Because when I feel stagnant, it's because I'm not creating big things. And then helping people grow, I need to be able to create big things to, or either have them bring the ideas to me like you were talking about, right? Not to me, just bring ideas up so that they can even talk about them and maybe there's a way to make them happen through our company or through the future. Same, very similar thing to what you said. That's why I said that. I was like, well, it sounds very similar. And then make dreams a reality, which is like, you guys have these dreams, I did too. I still do. And I think we can do it. There's no reason not to be able, not to be able to pursue those dreams and also make them happen. We just have to strive to do them and we can definitely make bigger things happen than we planned on. And we already are. Yeah. I think the exploration for me also came out of like, I was having some weird weeks where I realized that I wasn't as energized as I should have been. So I started writing down. I'm like, okay, like why am I not super psyched this week? Like Mm -hmm. what would I, and Digging out of the like ethereal cosmic shit and right. trying to key into like okay, I did these things this week. What would I have rather been doing? Right. What would have made me more exciting to focus on? So that's why I started asking other people mm-hmm. with the hopes of comparing like their reality to right. what their perfect reality is and mm-hmm. finding a way to like bridge bridge that gap. So as we expand, we will add the end. <laughs> 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 other people's hopes and dreams, uh, all which they already. And I think that's the other part too, is helping people to understand that we want them to, and I want them to do, to grow with me, not grow my thing only. That's why I'm saying like, you know, with the example of Michael, it's like, dude, sure. You should do our art. You should do your own shit. You should be bigger. Yeah. Both. You and. should be bigger than like we ever will be. Right. And it's not like about like just you just making us money. And then you get to be our artist, yeah. but you should be your own artist. Exactly. And explore. And then we what, should work together. And we should work together. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because it'd be super sick if like someone like that like made our art forever and then also had their own fucking, yeah. their own platform. Right. Because then they're just doing only the things that they're the best at. Yeah. And or I just, they're most excited about. Because 
I think this is something that I struggle with too, is there's different areas. Someone who is a creative like that will have creative urges that just will not be able to be fulfilled at Cat and Cloud. Right. And that totally makes sense. And I, I totally get that. And to pin someone down to like only do stuff for this thing, Unfair. it's just it's just not going to work. Not reasonable, right? yeah. You know what I mean? Especially if you look through some... And I know I'm using you for an example, Foy. You're going to have to excuse me for this. It's just like a but prime... getting more famous. It's a, it's a prime <laughs> example to where when I look through his portfolio, he's got shit that we could never use. But it's still that, good. It's amazing. Right. And it should be seen by someone. And the talent should be recognized and like people should get a taste of that for sure and that's where i think that authentic like expression comes out i can't wait to see evelyn's stuff too because she's got a couple layers there's to some her things going too. on there's some things in there's the mix stuff in the there's world. actually a lot of projects going on right now kristen's education already talked just about just wait for the new wait for the new merch drop wait for the new things in play wait for the stuff wait for maybe well i don't want to teach too hard it's getting exciting. It's getting exciting. That's enough. We did it. We got to go. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. They make coffee brewers. Ever heard of them? If you haven't, you should. They're an awesome family-owned company. They're here in California. They power their facility with solar power, which I hear that's like a new hot thing that progressive people do. The best thing about Curtis, in my humble opinion, is the turnaround time on the brewers. They have a 24-hour turnaround. It's phenomenal. If you've ever ordered a brewer for a wholesale client from someone else and waited and waited and waited for it to come in, you know how frustrating that is. So being able to get the brewer next day like that is absolutely amazing. Shout out to you, Wilbur Curtis. Their customer service is phenomenal and they just care. They care about you. They care about me and I care about them. And that's why Cat Cloud Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis.